a Barcelona temple under construction for 135 years. La Sagrada Familia may finally be completed by 2027. The story is by Ritika Kocher in the Business Standard weekend of March 25th, 2017. A tram ambling down the main street of Barcelona on June 7th, 1926, hit an old man in shabby clothes and unravelling bandages. The man lay there on the side of the street all day until a police officer finally took him to a hospital. He had no identification on him and seeing the way he was dressed, they presumed he was a beggar. By the time a chaplain recognised him on the following day, Anthony Gaudi, Barcelona's most celebrated architect's condition had deteriorated. He died alone two days later and he was buried in the crypt of the Sagrada Familia, the temple where he'd lived for the past year. The whole city gathered to bid farewell. Even today, the tomb of the man called the Architects of the Gods can be visited under the temple. While Gaudi's unique blend of neo-Gothic, modernist and naturalist architecture is the pride of Barcelona today, and there are innumerable tours and websites that show you his famous buildings like Park Güell and Casa Batlo, La Sagrada Familia is extraordinary. When construction first began on La Sagrada Familia in 1882, it was supposed to be a single Roman Catholic church. After the 1992 Olympic Games in Barcelona, it caught the imagination of the world and became the most visited monument in all of Spain, with more than 2 million visitors a year. In November 2010, Pope Benedict XVII declared it a basilica, a place of pilgrimage or the site where a saint is buried. But La Sagrada Familia, which means Holy Family in Spanish, is a temple expiatory, built with funds for atonement or sacrifice, and it's still unfinished. My client is not in a hurry, Gaudi once said. He took over the leadership of the works in 1883 and spent 43 years working on the building. He should have taken his own words to heart because he was worrying about raising money to fund the building when he was hit by the tram. Even today, the massive construction is supported by donations, arms or the money collected from entrance tickets. I first went to Sagrada Familia on a hop-on hop-off tour in 2010. It was a scorching day and we'd already seen the powerful, the colourful park well with the Trencadis mosaics that looked like ceramic minakari. We saw no reason to get off the bus at the incomplete and dusty grey church until we asked a person emerging from the church whether it was worth going in. She was so empathetic that we went in despite our hunger and heat. It was such an awe-inspiring experience that we booked a private tour when we returned to Barcelona in 2016. In the six years since we've seen the temple, a lot had changed. It's definitely nearer to its projected finish date of 2027. When Gaudi took over the project, he radically transformed the original architect's initial simpler plans, conceiving a monumental Gothic church of, of gigantic and unheard of dimensions that formed a Bible in stone on the outside and a naturalist feel on the inside. Once completed, the church will have five naves. There will be a covered walkway around the main worship area with an additional area containing seven chapels in the north. As funds come together, work starts and stops, so there is constantly an area somewhere where building work is ongoing. But despite that, the space is so big that you find peace. Inside, the staircases resemble ammonite mollusks and the pillars resemble an interlaced forest of sequoia trees with light pouring in from small holes above. They stand on a tortoise and turtle, representing both the earth and the sea. Except for stained glass windows and a single figure in the centre of the huge chapel of Christ on the cross, there used to be very little decoration, which added to the feeling of praying amidst nature. Aspects of this have now changed as the temple grows. There are now coloured circles in the roof that look like bottle caps, but the Christ figure is arresting. 
Gaudi worked from live models, making a worker climb onto a cross and hang from it so that he could study how a human body actually looked if it was crucified. He did this outside the building as well, into an exterior that looks like a rocky mountain filled with fantastical geometrical shapes. There are all the stories from Jesus' life. The sculpture of a donkey that Mary sits on in nativity facade looks rather sleepy. That's because Gaudi drugged a real donkey and used it as a model. In his footsteps, Japanese stonecutter-turned-architect Esturo Sutu created angel musicians with the faces of Japanese children. In the Passion facade, the Roman guard standing behind Jesus as he hangs on the cross became an inspiration for the imperial stormtroopers in the Star Wars films after George Lucas visited the church in the 70s. There are three facades at La Sagrada Familia, and the nativity facade was completed by Gaudi himself. He left behind designs for the rest of the building that included 18 spires, representing, in ascending order of height, the 12 apostles, the Virgin Mary, the four evangelists, and tallest of all, Jesus Christ. But he decreed that the height of the temple would be 170 meters, so that it would always be one meter less than Montjuic Hill in the center of Barcelona. Gaudi believed that his creation should not surpass God's. Unfortunately, Gaudi refused to work with blueprints, preferring to use his imagination and memory instead, and construction of La Sagrada Familia had to be halted after his death, not least because he was reviled and forgotten. Other models and designs were destroyed during the Spanish Civil War in 1936, when the crypt and Gaudi's workshop were partly burnt. But Salvador Dali and other artists fronted a revival of Gaudi's works, and later architects tried to use the existing plans to piece together how he would have wanted the temple to look. The workshop below this church gives a fascinating glimpse into how Gaudi's plans for Sagrada Familia changed over time from the simple to the fantastical. There's even a 3D machine that's producing replacements and fresh parts as construction continues towards the 2027 deadline, but the church has new problems to face. The space that was meant to be used as a park in front of the yet-to-be-constructed entrance now has apartments. There's also a high-speed train line planned not six feet from the final facade. It'll be interesting to see how God solves these problems in the way of his church building that has been called everything from one of the most hideous buildings in the world to the most extraordinary personal interpretation of Gothic architecture since the Middle Ages. <laughs>